from the kids on the hill with my mom and my pops. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around, jump around. That song brings back good memories for Gary Ellerson, former Badger and Packer running back. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. It brings up some, well, faint memories for me in Madison and brings up some great memories from a man, Mike Clemens, our embedded green and gold reporter, who joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike, thanks for the time, buddy. Thank you, Billy. Uh, Jeff Polinski is a big show listener and uh, kind of a longtime friend of mine, and he sent me this message. I had, I'd forgotten this. I, I remember the game, but I didn't remember the details. So it's uh, 20 years ago, October 10th, Camp Randall Stadium. Badgers are playing a team, and the dude from the other team goes 55 for 83. 83 attempts, 55 completions, nearly 500 yards in the air. They're playing the Purdue Boilermakers. You know the quarterback was that night for Purdue? Oh, no. Would, would that be number 15, Drew Brees? It's Drew Brees. The first night that they did the jump round, it was when Drew Brees had his <laughs> coming out at Camp Randall. I just thought that was pretty cool. I, I, he, I, was, I was at that game. I was at that game. Yeah, uh, well, yeah no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. That game was a six-hour game, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and just, you know, spontaneously people just started jumping around the stands and shaking the press box, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just thought that was kind of cool. All right. So uh, you guys have been yeah. talking about this. Uh, but I, just in case you know, people driving home now from work uh, have not heard, okay. you're watching this Bears game, and you see Marquez Valdez Scanlon. You know, for years, Ted Thompson, wh- why do you pick? What do you look for in receivers? I asked him this a couple times after drafts. Ball skills, ball skills, ball skills, ball skills. Not speed, not height, not what you know, GPA. <laughs> It's a, can they catch the damn football? Because I got Brett Favre for a quarterback. Now I got Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. You must catch the football. But sometimes that meant slower receivers like James Jones. Guys that were great with the football, get Ryan, ran great routes, not always the fastest guy, even when they came into the league starting out. So what has the team done? Well, they've, they've, they've listened to what the locker room was saying, is get me some tall, fast guys. And so they bring in a couple of them like Marquez Valdez Scanling. There's six four with his hand in the air and doing four three. Or Equinemia Saint Brown running a post. He's beat his guy who had outside leverage. He's right there literally under the goal post. Hand up in the air. Just throw it at the end of the air. And the ball goes bouncing about five, ten yards in the middle of the field. And I've looked at it. It's not like it's landing on the numbers or the hash or some sort of a landmark on the field like they do sometimes. It's just off. And so Aaron Rodgers was asked about some of those throws after the game Sunday. Just not being on the same page with the guys we're throwing to. You don't think like you just missed throws? Oh, no, there's missed throws for sure. Yeah, but, but um, you know, some of the ones that you probably think are missed throws, maybe we're just not on the same page. The, 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 touch, or the potential touchdown to EQ, is that one of those that maybe, or is that a throw you missed? Uh, I missed it. I missed that one a little inside, I think. Um, you know, he was keeping an angle. And, Pretty high, but uh, I don't think it was a bad route. It was a bad throw. When a, a cob was running kind of an over route, I think it was scramble to the right. Oh, the wind just took that one. Yeah, the wind just took that one up in the air. <laughs> now, two years ago, 
Roger I find a, those so funny, Mike. Th- those are great. Th- th- that was great. Two years ago, Rodgers was in the slump that started the year before. Remember, they played the Broncos yes. and he got beat yep. up. Yeah. And then we, you know, we started, I think it was McGinn that said, wow, this guy's gone like 10, 12 games into the next season where he can't break a, a quarterback rating of 100. And guys like Greg Jennings are watching tape and commenting on Fox and saying, I don't know, this guy's off. And we're saying, is it Olivia Munn? Is, you know, what's going on? And he had more experience, you know, receivers that he was in a slump. And Alex Van Pelt stood at the podium one Thursday night. And there's about six of us in there. And he said, yeah, the quarterback's in a funk right now. And he, he, if he's saying that to us, well, you know he's saying that to 12. So that, now Joe Philbin, he's known for being honesty. Joe had an 18-minute press conference yesterday, and he had a lot of nice things to say, but it was like, are you going to play Aaron Jones? Are you, are you going to play Aaron Rodgers if he's got a little bit of this groin pull now when he, after that run? And all Philbin was saying, well, we're going to play our healthiest players. 18 minutes and basically said nothing. But here's Joe Philbin on what happened after watching the film. You know, Randall was more, you know, that was kind of an off-schedule kind of play. You know, and sometimes on those off you know, there's not as much rhythm in them, obviously, because I just told you, know, they're off-schedule. And, you know, sometimes we've seen historically uh, some, some of those throws that convert and some that don't, you know. So, that, you know, on the off-rhythm plays, you know, um, they're not as easy to pinpoint. You follow me? Either from because the footwork of the quarterback's off a little bit, the exact design of the play isn't the same. You know, things are get distorted a little bit. And sometimes you make those plays, and sometimes you don't. Uh, but then the other one was the EQ, or excuse me, the Quez. Was, you know, just the ball went a little far. You know, could Quez have been? Maybe did he get? You know, could he have been a little cleaner at, at the top of the route? Yeah, maybe. But it, it was a solid route. It was a good route. It was a it was a good read. It was a good decision. The protection was good. You know, we just didn't make the play. You asked for six foot five, six foot four. And four three speed, and you got it. He's wide open, and you missed him. There you go. So, what have you guys decided? Is Rogers going to play against the Jets or the Lions, or should he? What do you guys think? It has to play in in my book. I know. And, and Gary, yeah, same thing. Yeah, got to play. Uh, you know, when Aaron told that story about, yeah, you know, when I was when Favre and I were taping that interview for these cameras that are following me around for a year. Farvey. 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 Exactly. He, he was referring to the story he was telling about is 2005. It's 4-12. and 12. Sherman's probably in trouble. And Brett turns to him and says, well, you're probably going to play the rest of these games now that the rest of the season's meaningless. Never missed a snap. Why? Well, first of all, Favre had a streak going on. And there's something that both Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers like. Stats. Stats. So I, I would think that Rodgers is going to want to play in these things. Uh, I think it's good for the team. On the other hand, if you're Brian Gittikins, you're going to say, look, I'm, I'm bringing in a new coach, and I don't want you hurt. I mean, I want you there for all the OTAs and mini camps because you're going to have to be the leader learning some new offense, and that's what's coming down the road. So that's the decision they've got. The other story is this. I'm talking to Termon Williams. and I mean, how, how sad is this to be in that Bears visitors locker room at Soldier Field, and Termon realizes, man, there was the one time I was in here, uh, this is where Charles Woodson stood up and delivered his White House speech, and then we went on to win the Super Bowl. I was sitting in my locker before the game, and I was trying to think. I, I, I couldn't remember losing a game here. I don't know if I did, if I have or not. Obviously now I have, but I couldn't remember losing a game in Chicago. Um, obviously that's changed now. I can remember this one, but 
it's tough, man, to lose to the Bears anytime. You know, we, we've been bred it to win this division for, since I've been here. To me, Chicago came out today, ball control, keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers. But with those double and triple fakes in the backfield, are those hard to trail sometimes? Yeah, it, it is. Um, that's why they do it. You know, that's why they do it. Um, kind of get your eyes going a bunch of different ways and kind of stretch your defense. Get everybody to move and create creases. They're good at that. It's something that Matt Nagy has learned from Andy Reid, and, and they're very good at it. And it's going around the league now. So it's one of those things that you have to get used to it. You have to get used to it. You have to learn how to play it. If you don't, it's probably not going to be very good. Eagles do it. Rams do it. Chiefs do it. Saints do it. Green Bay might want to look into it. Good stuff, Mike. Appreciate it, man, as always. And uh, if we don't talk to you, Merry Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Big Show. There's Mike Clemens joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, our embedded green and gold reporter. Start your renovation journey with a simple and convenient pre-approval from Great Midwest Bank, dedicated to providing a perfectly personalized home loans to those right here in our communities since 1935.